What's up, YouTube and Welcome to Lords of the Longbox presents the cover price top 10 plus one equals 11. If you want to know what that means, go check out our friends at Ages Comics of Alaska's Instagram. They have a hilarious video for those of you who are tired of top 10s. We are a top 11. Uh, thank you, Ages Comics of Alaska. But, you know, while you guys are congregating, uh, you know, uh, you know, we, have, we haven't said the word in a bit. You know, and this, it, this just gets me hyped. Because uh, pretty soon we're gonna have a new intro that I'm working on. And, uh, What's up? <laughs> Jesus Christ! Good YouTube and Welcome to Lords of Longbox presents the cover price top 10 plus one. Nemesis Prime said, What's good to the people? What's going on, everybody? It's a Tuesday night. That's it. All That's right. All hey, man, a few words. Speaking of which, Manimal, say what's good to the people. What's up, everybody? Damn, that was super low energy from Justin right there. I know. <laughs> like I was about like ready a, to take a nap right now. Reminded me of somebody else who used to be on our show. They used to be like, uh, <laughs> take naps like during the show and like, you know what? I'm not feeling it anymore. <laughs> He's out. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations to Laura. I dubbed the wrench the first f 
female wrench of ladies of the long of the lords of long box and ladies of long box make sure you check out after our show nearing nirvana you'll be redirected to them there's some great gals over there that are doing some cool stuff with comic book stuff but first let's get right to it this is the cover price top 10 uh sponsored by cover price for your price guides collections and trends this looks uh so this is uh, basically a list of the top 10 books in both in value and in percentage of growth so uh don't shoot the messenger man mm-hmm. this is off real sales data okay as always there's normally a book that's not doesn't quite crack the top 10 that's worth an honorable mention and what is that book this week this week number 11 the runner-up is going to be black cat annual number one so the first appearance of tiger division makes an appearance this week as the five issue limited series featuring the korean heroes inches closer to its november release Fan reaction to the team comprised of the general luna snow mr enigma gunnar 2 Lady Bright and White Fox was relatively small but stellar, leading to increased hype for the upcoming release. Those fans made it known in the aftermarket as we tracked 11 copies sold, seven-day trend of 150%, high sale $25 for a raw copy in a near-mint raw fair market value of $19. I think it's been on here for a while. I feel like it keeps coming back. Yeah, you know? I mean, yeah. do you remember the those uh, the uh, White Fox covers that were hot mm-hmm. for a minute? Uh, mm-hmm. I think Marvel has found a way to tap into the Asian uh, audience because Japan is famously known for their manga, right? And they're not really into comics per se. Uh, and Korea was the same way, but you know they started introducing some Korean characters. I mean, you know, and the Philippines would wave and things of that nature. So. Uh, course you got the agents of atlas and then you know shang chi so why not delve into those areas man but uh yeah white fox is isn't white fox one of those characters that was debuted in a like a video game or web or web series mm-hmm. first or something like that it wasn't an yeah white media. fox is part of the contest of champions and, and sword master right no, no and luna snow is in the luna snow, of atlas. Yeah. yeah yeah very interesting um yeah um Speaking of which, when that game came out, I was like Midnight Suns. I was like, I can't wait to play that game. I keep on seeing videos and videos for it, and I haven't even seen it come out yet. But anyway, uh, Runner Up is Black Hat Annual Number One Raw Dog Twenty Five Bones. All right, let's get right to it. What do we have for number ten? Well, from Felicia Hardy right on to uh, Web of Spider Man Number One Eighteen. We had this on the list last week. One leaked image from Hasbro's Game of Trouble themed for characters and images from the upcoming Spider-Verse film featured a surprising inclusion of Scarlet Spider, a.k.a. Mr. Ben Riley himself with this leaked Scarlet's first appearance in this issue has flown off the aftermarket shelves. Of course, the film screen time and specific focus on the Spider characters will vary, but Ben has recognizably look and the notorious storyline as well. We've tracked 16 copies last week, a seven-day uptrend of 102%. And had a high sale of one thousand dollars for a CGC. It's crazy. Nine point eight, and fair market value is about a hundred bucks, rightfully so, considering how cool the character and his origin is. That Damn it! I forgot matter. to wear my. I have that same hoodie v- uh, vest <laughs> that I would. I would never wear in public because it's a hoodie vest, right? But uh, it came in a Marvel thing. I wear it for the Shaker Show because, uh, you, know, <laughs> you know, first of all, it's like made of like sweater material, but it has no sleeves. So it's like, all right, what am I going to wear in the wintertime? I, I guess you can wear like a long sleeve underneath it. You know, I just go to I'm the gym and that, wear it. I just not that cool. No, you'll sweat like a, well, I guess it's good to sweat, but you know. Yeah. <laughs> trust me right now it's like 90 95 degrees so i'm i'm done with sweating uh so number 10 on the list is um you know what? i don't want to go into tangent here but i feel like this is a recent thing like definitely post pandemic that toy leaks have really moved the market 
Yeah, we am had the I, Lego am, stuff for a while. Yeah, like, I mean, am I am I crazy in thinking that that it, no. now it seems to be ratcheted up a lot? Any anytime a, a toy comes out, like you know they they you know they pounce on them. I'm just not sure it's it has anything to do with the pandemic. I just think is the world we live in now is like it's That's getting true. harder and harder to keep anything a secret. You know, I mean, the yeah. companies and the toys they they got to promote. They want them out there. They want them out there before. They want to make as much profit as possible. So it's just. Where do you even buy toys? I mean, Target. That's Target, it. I mean, yeah, I pretty I much. Get Walmart. Walgreens. K- KB Toys. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah, dude, yeah. Right after KB Toys, why don't you head over to Miller's Outpost? Get Miller's Outpost sent you a pair of uh, a Levi 501s. Is that, is that a Cali thing? You guys didn't have Miller's Outpost? I've never heard of Miller's Outpost. No, we got 501s, um, though. Yeah, well, Miller's Outpost was like a clothing store, and you could buy Levi's in it. And it, mm. they were only in malls, though. You know, uh, this was uh, I'm dating myself now, but anyway, Web of Spider Man number one eighteen. Those are Cali. You remember Miller's Outpost? All right, so Web of Spider Man number one eighteen coming in at number ten. What do we got for number nine? Number nine, we got Black Cat Annual number one, the second print. Uh, this is going to be a San Diego Comic Con revealed a wealth of information to the collecting community. Somewhat overshadowed, the Tiger Division is finally getting its time in the sun. On November 2nd, the Tiger Division will debut in their own limited series. The team will consist of White Fox, Luna Snow, Taiguki, uh, Lady Bright, Mr. Enigma, The General, and Gunnar 2. Black Cat Annual Number 1 is the debut of the Tiger Division. Even harder to find is the second printing of this book. 12 copies sold, 7-day trend of 158%. High sale of $40 for a raw copy with a fair market value of $16 for this book. Yeah, no offense if we butchered if we butchered any names on here. It's just come on. Yeah, uh, let me see if it's hard for me to pronounce uh, Asian names. I apologize. Yeah, and you hate tall people, so there's that. I hate people taller than me. I don't hate oh taller than you. Yeah, Yeah. bastard. Anyway. The truth comes out. All right, so uh, Black Cat Annual. Well, at least, uh, you know, it's not as bad as, you know, Green Lantern holding a bag of tamales. Uh, So (laughs) there's that. So, uh, Oh my God! Uh, Black Cat Annual number one coming in at number nine. What he we couldn't even number... he couldn't even keep all the tamales in the bag either. That was like the issue. That's my thing down here in El Paso, man. You don't waste tamales. So like that was no. the most offensive part of that was like they were all spilling out of the bag, going all over the place. Yeah, hmm. yeah first I mean, like I'm pretty sure like in Texas and California during Christmas, there you go to the tamale lady, right? There's a, there's a lady no. that makes the tamale. You don't buy every... the. Every house here makes them do. Like, exactly. That's what their families get together and they make them. Exactly. Bro. You don't go to a store to buy your tamales. You go to the tamale lady who opens up her garage or has them on her front yard or whatever. I man. go to my mother-in-law. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, so Black Hat Annual number one, the second print, the Sung Hung Yoon variant. That's a dope cover. I dig this. I, I like kind of a, the, the look on it. The uh, actually says Tiger Division right there on the cover too. It's got so an XO go. Man of War look to it, in my opinion. Yeah, it, it makes me really is. feel like uh, like Valiant Comics there. Yeah. Did didn't Brett Booth do a run on XO Man of War? I'm trying to think. I believe so. Yeah. Oh, uh, his art. I, I still love his art because it's very 90s. But it's mm-hmm. uh, or he. I think he did Bloodshot. Something he did something for Valiant. Yeah, he was but, in Valiant uh, recently. He's definitely in the vein of like Tom McFarland still, um, but uh, but in a good way. Uh, so Black Hat Annual number one. Second print coming in number nine. What do we got for number eight? We got the What If Planet Hulk issue from Marvel from 2007. So in addition to having an excellent cover, the son of Hulk, Scar, makes his first appearance in this issue. This book is first peak last year in June with a 9.8 sale selling at $799.95. While it never dropped significantly, the price has settled, but has begun to spike up again thanks to some minor glimpses slash events that occurred in the first episode of She-Hulk, 
We tracked 20 copies sold last week, seven day uptrend of 109% with a high sale of $227 for a CGC 9.6 with current fair market values at around $77. Damn. I think I have this. Um, I, I mean, I bought this way back when, when it was Thor Ragnarok, right? And, you know, mm-hmm. that that was the spec then, right? Back, you know, way back when. But on its own, this is a great read, by the way. Um, I don't want to give it away a spoiler, but it kind of flips the script, right? Um, where, should I spoil it? Well, people, yeah, I don't know. 2007, even, come on. No, people don't even care anymore. So in this story, Hulk's wife, comes to earth to revenge him because he they they end up they're successfully killing the hulk right the illuminati did so she comes to earth and just wrecks shit i mean she just wrecks it that that's the character so um you know the whole rumor because if you've seen episode one and episode two actually you know it says hulk is going back to uh sakar for some unfinished business whatever that may be but all right Mm -hmm. number eight on list is what if planet hulk uh, back when uh, this is when what if doesn't even they stopped numbering them you know they just hmm. said what if you know um uh, shout out to laura in the live chat your book isn't on here but this book continues to grow and grow yeah it's crazy this book just keeps coming back so eight billion genies number one what's left to say about this book it refuses to leave the list track 27 copies sold seven day trend of 114 percent High sale of $235 for a CGC 9.8 and a new high on this first issue with the growing fair market value raw price of $63. Wow, man. That's crazy. That's amazing that, uh, you know, I mean, this is, you know, it's been optioned. I mean, you know, if it's going to come, uh, you know, if it, it shows up, you know, I, you know, we can tell you before Hollywood is littered full of uh, developments that never get done. And so I hope it gets done because, you know, I, right now we're at the height of comic book IP being developed onto multiple different platforms. It's kind of amazing. And um, before I get into tangent, did you got there was a Sylvester Sloan film just mm. called um, The Samaritan. Samaritan. Yeah. Did you see that? Uh, I was, I was, I was, I was entertained. It wasn't, it wasn't bad. I mean, um, you know, it was, uh, it was okay. Even though, you know, Sylvester Stallone is, you know, know, say what you will, but it was, it was like a weird kind of, it looked like Detroit from Robocop basically, right? (laughs) When it was all messed up. Shout out to uh, our homeboy, Ryan. Get well soon, brother. All right. Uh, we're, we're more than halfway there. I forgot to mention our sponsor, MySlabs. You tired of paying 10, 15, 20%? Join the 1% revolution. The platform designed by collectors for collectors just got even better. MySlabs.com is proud to now feature dedicated sections for both raw cards and raw comic books. Browse over 100,000 slab collectibles authenticated by the industry's most trusted grading companies. Then check out a massive selection of sealed wax and now raw singles and raw lots. Join a passionate, no-nonsense community of nearly 50,000 members and enjoy some of the best buyer and seller protection in the business. And as always, MySlabs offers one of the most disruptive pricing models in the hobby with seller fees as low as only 1%. So the next time you're forced to pay 10%, 20% or more to sell something from your collection, head over to MySlabs.com, the low-fee marketplace by collectors for collectors. Speaking of which, I have erected a poll on the uh, YouTube our our uh, YouTube uh, community channel, asking uh, if you guys want me to go on whatnot or go on uh, can bring back the old uh, Lord's uh, uh, live auctions. And you, 
by a large margin. You guys want us to bring back the Lord's live auction. So uh, very soon, my friends, we'll work on it. Uh, I'm, I was thinking about a Labor Day sale, but do you think that's too soon? Too uh, soon. You know, too soon? Yeah, we need to plan things out. So uh, we'll plan something out and get uh, do a, our good old-fashioned Lord's auction that we normally do and, you know, um, get killer deals and, you know, and absolutely no fees at all for anybody. It's really just really just us selling to you and you buying stuff. So cop it. So all right. So number seven on the list, eight billion genies numero uno. What do we got for number six? Well, I guess you're not an influencer. Batman 423, Todd McFarlane, 2002 Toronto Fan Expo, the gold foil variant. So DC put out one of these books at Megacon, the top 10 back in June. It was reprinted for Orlando's Megacon. The reprinted voil, uh, virgin foil caught the eyes of many attendees with record-breaking attendance. The book sold out within a few hours. <coughs> uh, it, <laughs> seemed, uh, it seems the same rings true for the Toronto Convention. A way to distinguish the two is the color swap on the backgrounds. The Megacon cover has a fair market value of $378 with an orange background with a yellow moon. The Toronto one with a fair market value of $127 flips the colors with a yellow being the dominant color. Last week, we tracked 15 copies sold, seven-day uptrend of 215%, and had a high sale of $175 for a near-mint-plus copy. That doesn't really go with all the ones that were sold on Whatnot this past week. So so who was the retailer that, did the, that created this uh, foil variant? Fan Expo specifically. Oh, so it was, oh, it was Fan Expo. Okay, yeah. yeah. It was directly from uh, Toronto, Spain. You know what I found out today? Uh, who did the internal art on this? Was Dave Cockrum from the X-Men. Whoa. Did not know that. If you look at the regular cover, it's it'll have the right, the artist and writer's name, and it was Dave Cockrum because uh, uh, Moneyball on Twitter, at, at, I think it was my friend uh, Moneyball on Twitter, um, he had sh- <laughs> He had shared a, a screenshot of something um, from somewhere. Let me see if I can find it. Uh, yeah, our friend Moneyball, and it was like uh, they. It was on somebody's list, and it said writer Jim Starlin, artist Dave Cockrum, which is kind of true. But you know, people are in it for Todd McFarlane's cover art. You know, mm-hmm. the ever flowing, ever never ending cape that just goes on forever and ever. Um, but if you like. McFarlane doing Batman covers. Uh, go check out also his run on Detective, which is awesome. I love those covers. He did three of the four. I think. I think um, was it Alan Davis did one of the other ones. Uh, yeah, famous Batman did Year the, Two, the one with the holster, the bat, yep. the gun, the gun and holster. Yeah, but uh, yeah, those are. I always seek those out whenever I can look for them, and I think they're being priced out now because you know. The Todd father has his following. What are you going to do? All right, so uh, number six on the list. Let's get right to number five. Number five is the sensational She-Hulk number one. So the excitement for She-Hulk has ebbed slightly, falling to our runner-up list as anticipation for other projects takes some of the spotlight. While many are chasing She-Hulk's first appearance, her second series meta-aware and third wall-breaking first issue has garnered much interest. She-Hulk finds her specific tone and style in this series that has carried through her numerous comic book series and provided inspiration for the upcoming Disney Plus show. Tracked 34 copies sold, 7-day trend of 103%. The high sale of $220 for a CGC 9.8. 
So She-Hulk continues. Shout out to Matrix Comics for the $5 super chat. He tells you to smash that like button. If you smash it enough times, I will uh, go on TikTok and I'll do a TikTok craze, uh, dance craze. Uh, yes, I finally had to create a TikTok account because uh, I wanted to see the Detroit slides that were all over the place. That <laughs> The death slides in Detroit. If you haven't seen it, go on TikTok and it is hilarious that this metal slide that they brought back to life and people are just going down and they are getting murked. Oh my God, it is absolutely hilarious. But uh, yeah, TikTok is, uh, I there are people just go down the TikTok hole and never come out. So Sensational Seahawk, number one, coming in at number five. What do we got for number four? We got another one from last week. We got the Frank Miller Presents Ashcan Limited to 12,000 copies. Uh, what a way to celebrate the first release under your new imprint, Frank Miller Launch. Frank Miller Presents alongside this book. Frank Miller made a huge gesture into the community and sent this limited 12,000 copy print run to local comic shops for free with a suggested retail value of $1. Not only that, but it also features a sequel to his famous work, Ronin. Fans are eager to acquire something that's noteworthy, and the aftermarket is reacting accordingly. We tracked 65 copies sold last week, a seven-day uptrend of 69%. And had a high sale of $30 for a raw copy. However, the raw fair market value has settled back down to about $10 due to the large supply available on sites like eBay. Still can't believe Ronin didn't show up on this list after a week. Shocking. Yeah, I mean, you know, I guess they want the original. I'm still tri- bugged out by that Ancient Enemies thing. It looks like Yoda on crack, like, like you know, his eyes bugged out. I meant, uh, am I the only one to think? Gollum, maybe? But yeah, Kinda, but I'm yeah. digging the art. I'm digging the artwork on the top because I know that's not Frank Miller drawing Ronan book two. Because uh, I've I've seen his recent art and you know, um, you know, it's not that cool. Um, he did a uh, Spider Man cover, so you know, is I you know, as you know, as you get older though, you know, your you know your your uh, arting your artistry goes away. But you know, you can still write. Uh, so for those fans of that, so number four on the list, Frank Miller presents Ashcant Edition. Retail of $1, but hey, that doesn't stop people from taking it and flipping it. There you go. That is uh, that is capitalism at its best or worst, however you want to put it. What do we got for number three? Number three, we have Detective Comics number 1063, the Yashitaka Amano 1 in 25 variant. So Amano's most notable work was, was last year's Harley Quinn number one. Taking it a step further, Amano delivers a mesmerizing ratio cover that captures an abundance of emotions. The contrast of the colors and the subtle creature shadows truly encapsulates what seems like a dark night in morning. Tracked 52 copies sold, seven-day trend of 99%, with a high sale of $60 for a raw copy. Hell yeah. I got to admit, that is pretty dope looking. I like, uh, would you call that like watercolors almost? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, he's Not known for fun. doing all like the Final Fantasy stuff, so it's badass. Yeah. All right, so uh, Detective, 1,063. Holy cow, it's amazing that we've gotten that high. Um, remember, we always look at, on the Shaker Show, we look at, you know, Detective Comics number 40 that was back in, like, 1942. <laughs> You're like, gosh, Jesus, they were already on 40 issues in 1942? That's amazing. So number three on the list is Tech, 1063 for Tech Tuesday. And I think Justin may have an interest in this next book. I don't know, for I have some inking suspicion. What do we got for number two? Well, this was number one last week, and it dropped down only one spot. So Star Wars 26, the EM Gist regular cover from Marvel Comics, came out two weeks ago. A book with over four new first appearances will likely hold the top spot for 10 weeks. 
Maybe. Who knows? <laughs> Although it was bumped down a spot, this book still stirs especially well. The Star Wars continues to overwhelm collectors' feeds this week, inspiring them to acquire this new release with multiple first appearances that could possibly be a significant key in the new story arc. Last week, we tracked 79 copies, had a seven-day uptrend of 89%, and had a high sale $25 for a raw copy with fair market values, about 17 bucks for this EM Gis awesome cover. We shall see. I meant, you know, um, D23 is right around the corner, literally September 1st or 2nd. It starts with Disney Plus Day, and then that leads into D23. So uh, just like um, WonderCon, or no, San Diego, what was it, San Diego Comic-Con? What was mm -hmm. it? I don't even remember. Um, I'm going to go live uh, on that day if it's not streaming to see uh, what kind of news that we can uh, drop Ooh. on there for you. Uh, so if uh, anybody's free, uh, I'm going to be going live. And uh, if you guys, any of you fellas want to hop on and we can react to the news. You, normally, D23 is a little bit better at streaming a lot of their trailers yeah. and stuff. But they still have like an exclusive Hall H type place, too, where you can only see uh, things like, you know, I would expect there's going to be some Star Wars news, definitely some Marvel news. Um, so I'm uh, looking forward to that. Even though it's right down the street, I don't think I'd ever make it back to D23 because it is a madhouse. I'm telling <laughs> you. Yeah, it is crazy. It's If you think San Diego Comic-Con is crazy, uh, D23 and Star Wars Celebration, I know they're two separate things, but they are packed to the gills. All right, number so uh, number two on the list of Star Wars, number 26. What? You know what? I never would have guessed this would be number one. Then again, what do I know? Yeah, wow, this is a new one. So Trespasser number one from Alterna Publishers. So all it takes is an optioned book and the market will demand it to have it of their will demand to have it a part of their collection. That is the case with the book with this book. Endeavor Content and Jason Fuchs have acquired the rights to Trespasser and aim to produce a thriller fi film. The story is set in a post-apocalyptic world in which a farmer and his daughter receive a visit from an individual outside of this world. Track 10 copies sold, 7-day trend of 842%, high sale of $75 for a near-mint raw copy, and a fair market value of $90. I've never That's even heard cool of this premise. Yeah, never heard of it. I've never heard of it either. But it's you know what's cool? is if you look at the top of it, it has the old school DC, uh, Marvel way of doing miniseries where it says it's one of a four issue limited mm -hmm. series. Like you never see that anymore. I mean, you know, I don't know if it, they, you know, but it used to be cool. Famously, I think it was Punisher started off like one of four and ended up being five issues. If you remember the, mm -hmm. the Punisher miniseries, right? So, and I mean, you know, Obviously, Contest of Champions is the first ever Marvel miniseries, but, you know, there was a whole slew of them. You know, Scarlet, you know, um, uh, Wanda, excuse me, uh, Wanda and Vision, Scarlet Witch and Vision. Hell, there was a Hawkeye miniseries. Uh, Jack of Hearts is still one of my favorite miniseries. <laughs> um, yeah, believe no, it wasn't Jack of Hearts on our list last week. There was spec that there was going to be Jack of Hearts coming. Even though he got blown the hell up on the <laughs> the comics book when he showed yeah, up, he was uh, in that Hulk book, right? Was he in yeah, Hulk he's book? yeah, he's in a Hulk book. But I think it was in Avengers Disassembled, Disassembled or House yeah. of M. No, yeah, Disassembled. Where, yeah, where he just shows up and he goes help, and he just literally explodes in front of Avengers Mansion. So uh, there's that. But you know, I digress. So uh, Trespasser number one from 2017. Alternate Conics. This goes to show you Hollywood is looking at whatever it can for intellectual property uh, to, you know, go and, you know, change stuff. Uh, great 
That's a great comment here by Lords of Brooklyn, Hercules, West Coast Avengers, Black Panther, and Squadron Supreme. Squadron Supreme is a miniseries I'm still looking for, by the way. Uh, I have the Hercules miniseries, which is done by the great Bob Layton, which is incredible. But uh, there you go, man. If you have this, then uh, from back in 2017, God, uh, I don't know. But uh sounds a lot like the, uh, the story of Nope, the movie, right? Hmm rancher and yeah. aliens don't want to give it away i think that's what that movie is about i'm not quite sure but yeah, <laughs> kind of yeah. yeah it's kind of it's kind of like that it's very interesting though uh, uh to say the least um that's it boys and girls uh nemesis prime any last words nope just check out the latest episode of the comic-con podcast on spotify google podcast anchor fm amazon and all those podcast platforms we had our canadian brother and comic ozzy on last week good show that's about it Man, I'm only last words. No, yeah, like like uh, Nemesis Prime said, check out the podcast and uh, probably see you guys next week or something. Nothing really new. Yeah, for those listening on uh, Rewind, uh, the po- audio podcast of The Lord Shows normally shows up a day after. So tomorrow you could say, or even now you can say, Alexa, play Lords of the Longbox podcast on Spotify. <laughs> and it'll go off. <laughs> all right boys and girls that's promise hey we are early we're ending early so make sure you go check out nearing nirvana they're coming on next uh but if you don't want to get go there we'll redirect you so you have no choice in the matter so stick around go support the girls the ladies of the long box and nearing nirvana until thursday boys and girls keep digging in them long boxes peace out